What's up, fight fans? Podcast number 52 is here. Check us out as we get into Andre versus Williams. And we touch a little bit on Ben Askren versus the boy Jake Paul. You know the vibes. This ain't one of them times you can slide by what you say that you're gonna do. Put your money up, run that phase, I'm just showing proof. You know the vibes, huh? Ain't got no ways up in my guys. I clown in the day, gone in the mind, yana. I've been on fire lately. Train my spirit, mind and body daily. Victory is sweet, that's the science, baby. It's only right we represent from Tampa to Tally. We keep the pressure on these eyes, they call you lacking. See you flapping on the canvas, I'm bombing your weaving. Unleashing the fury on your face while the audience screaming. Hope they got great seats or the pay per view. Let's get the breakdown from JDJQ. You know the vibes. Ding, ding. What is up, boxing world? It is Boxing Vibes TV coming right back at you again, giving you the best analysis on boxing on YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, Red Circle. Man, we ever out here. Just all that. You, 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 you turn the corner, you're going to bump into us, man. So we'll go ahead and introduce the crew. We got JD. Uh huh. 8 1 Trey all day. We got Q in the building. What's happening, baby? What's good, everybody? And we got yours truly, Jay, the moderator of the madness. So before we get into it, man, JD, you gotta tell the people what to do. Hey, if you're down with the vibes, hit the notification bell and subscribe. Bing, bing. All right, so pie quote of the day. Go ahead and take that away. Pie quote of the day, you know what I mean? Before all these YouTubers in their uh, subtitles and titles, was typing the word W-H-O-A. There was a great philosopher by the name of Black Rob, a part of the Bad Boy family. Take this money. made the quote very famous back in the day. And it's just two words. Like, whoa. Like, whoa. Like, whoa. I mean, people Uh get knocked out all the time. Like, what? Like, Like, whoa. whoa. Like, whoa. (laughs) Blow for blow, blow for blow. Uh Uh-huh. Like, whoa. But that is your pod quote of the day. All right, so let's, all right, so let's go ahead and get into the first topic. Wait, 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 Before we do that, I got a question I ask y'all. Uh-huh. All right. So you're, you're chilling. You ain't weekend time. You forget there's a fight. Do you stop what you're doing with your lady? <laughs> oh, DJ. <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. Asking for is a that, friend? Is that the wrong thing to do? Stop what you do with your lady, like y'all, like chilling, have a call at the time, like hey, baby. It depends on the event, and it depends on the fight. Okay, all right. That's hey, fair. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, depends. I'm a concur. I'm a concur with my boy Q, man. I'm a concur, man. It depends on the event. Cause, cause if the fight was, uh, and lately there's been a lot of fights, and you know a lot of <laughs> things going on with that pop up on you, like damn, I ain't know that was going down. Yeah, yeah. Big, big fight. You already gonna. Hey, hey, hey. So, so, so I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give the 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 fight fans and and the box vibe crew listeners a um a preview. So say you chilling with your lady and then you forget. Oh man, it's Jake Paul versus Ben Askren. What you doing? Oh no, nah, I'm gonna keep that. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna keep quality time. <laughs> you getting that QT? Hey, you might make a baby that night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's jump into the real topics, man. All right, so um. Yesterday, we can go ahead and say yesterday, you know, it's a reaction video. Um, Demetrius Boo Boo Andre fought one of the Smith brothers. And I say one of the Smith brothers just because, you know, I, I, I personally, you know, they're from the UK. I, I, they're, 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 
you know, not to say they're average Joes, but they're they're decent. So I think it was Callum or Liam. I think it was Liam Smith. It was Callum Smith. Whatever. It was one Liam, of them. I think it was Liam. Liam. Yeah, Liam yeah, Liam. Yeah. Liam. Mm-hmm. A lot of big talking. I, I get them confused just like the Charlotte brothers. Um, a lot of big talking. Reactions and thoughts on their performance. Go ahead, Q. Uh, you know, I think um, I think Boo Boo did his thing. You know, I thought uh, I think it was definitely Serene Russ. He been out, he been out the ring for maybe sixteen months or something, maybe even better. Uh, but I, I thought he did fairly well. I, I I initially said he needed to put a big stamp on it with a KO, which would have been which would have been um, it would have helped because he's trying to get these big fights lined up. I think um, Triple G is who. Who who they're pushing for, for the most part, him or Charlo, um, but uh, I think he did. I, I think he his performance pretty. He look he look he looked pretty good to me, you know, considering everything. And um, I would like to see him get the knockout, but uh, I I take that. I think he did all right. You know, he he secured the bag. He dominated, so that's good enough for me at this point. You know, what hey, you got, JD? You know, I'm I'm gonna say, man. I agree with you. It was, it was a, a pretty good performance. I will say that, man, Liam Smith got a hell of a damn chin, though. He got a hell yeah. of a chin. So it was an excellent performance by Demetrius Andre. But I will say that after watching that fight, I would say that the fight that I'm calling for, for him to do is I'd like to see him fight Canelo. And let me tell y'all why I personally would like to see him fight Canelo. What I saw a lot of out of Demetrius was a lot of what I saw out of Irislande Lara when he fought Canelo. Now, granted, Canelo is much better. He, he's much better than when him and Lara fought and Lara should have gotten that decision. But what you saw from Demetrius was a lot of lateral sticky move movement and he was popping the hell out of Liam. He right. was, I mean, he was popping them from all kind of angles. And it really took me back to that fight with Laura and Canelo. I'm like, damn, this is the exact same way that Laura was sticking to moving against Canelo. Right. And I would be very intrigued to see if Demetrius would be able to sidestep and kind of outmaneuver Canelo, you know, and kind of make it a close fight. Um, I don't know that it would really work you know, as far as in the long run with Canelo, because he really knows how to cut the ring off pretty well. But I will say from watching the fight, like UQ, I would have loved to see the knockout, but I won't hold it against him because I do believe Liam had an iron chin. I I don't know how Liam stood up to some of these punches that, especially some of those uppercuts that that, uh, Demetrius was banging him with. So ultimately, I I think it was a good performance, and I ultimately would like to see Andre versus Canelo. That's, that's my number one. That's I, my I number really one fight see. I want to see. Yeah. With I, I'm I'm glad you I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because I was kind of going to be my next kind of stir the pot question. You look at the differences in performances uh, with with Canelo and um, Andre. Canelo got Liam out of there, right? Andre, yeah, there's a bit of ring rust, but was well, that, that one the same Smith brother you fought? And he fought both, uh, uh, Canelo. He fought, he fought, he fought Liam he fought as well. Oh, that's right. Because the other one was avenging the loss. Okay. Yeah. Bye, bye. He fought both of them. He that's got right. Liam out of there. So, my question is, um, when we when we when we talked about it, it was like, does he need an impressive victory? Or considering what Canelo's done 
and he was caught, you know, he's been calling Canelo out. Anybody that needs hey. starts with the C, ends with an O, Canelo Charlo. Do you think this performance warrants a I mean, clearly you you would like to see it, but do you think this performance warrants a a a call for Andre versus uh, Canelo matchup? This is what I'm gonna say. It ain't never been an asterisk besides uh Andre's name except for being boring. Uh, you know, people call him boring or something. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, my yeah, man yeah. Smith just called him weird or all that type of stuff, or not profitable and all that. It ain't been no tainted beef or tainted nothing. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? So, so uh, I like his performance, you know, and um, the asterisk to me is an asterisk, you know, if you stopped him and you, you know, you went up, you you go up the heavyweight, I ain't finna ain't do all that. But I mean, you know, I feel like he, you know, it, I'm it's, just good saying, enough, it's a good enough performance for me. And I definitely want to see that fight. No. Right. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think most definitely, no, it was a good enough performance. Stylistic matchup. You know, you know, point blank period for me. You know, with the with the slew of people that Canelo is attempting to fight and wanting to fight, nah, at this point, Andre did enough um that he warrants that fight. Jay, it's interesting that you bring up that that the PowerPoint because I would I'll admit that actually was a thought I had during the fight too. Um when I did see some of those hellacious shots being landed by Andre, I did say to myself, All right, yeah, had that been Canelo. That boy would have been on on the canvas had that <laughs> right, been right, right. But at the same time, Q, you bring up a good point too. The boy done got caught on that tainted beef, though. You know what I mean? So, so at the end of the day, I do still feel from the total body of work that Andre just put together and the total package that he puts out there, I feel like it warrants a fight. I feel like he can't hit as hard as Canelo, um, but I would like to see if he could outmaneuver, outbox, which right. is why it's going to be interesting for us to pay close attention to the Billy Joe Saunders fight, because we know Billy Joe is going to attempt to Listen, do that. You know what, what I the mean? world so, doesn't know is, what the world doesn't know, that is a sneaky good fight. I've been yeah. looking at that fight for a couple of years, and both fighters got an asterisk by the man, because they've both been caught. Yep. Um, dope, so, dope. Mm -hmm. yep. um, so they don't even play in field. Yeah, exactly. So, But, but just, <laughs> just, just from... Um, stylistically looking what at his last major opponent that's billy joe saunders um how he embarrassed i mean just flat out embarrassed david lemieux um i was like you know what this guy can move this guy can move and there's a lot of confidence coming from that side so let's not count our tickets before they hatch but yeah i i, I mean just to kind of put a bow on the the, the segment um I, Y'all think he's uh y'all think he's ready? Just to, just to kind of get the joke. No 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 no. Andre Andre y'all y'all think, think he's ready? ready. Yeah, yeah. At, at thirty three okay. years old, he better it. be ready. And he better be ready. Six, I ain't know he was six one. That boy tall. Look. Right. He gonna okay. what he gonna do to me? You gotta clean up because he he throw he like to throw that looping overhand like his he gonna tighten up. He gotta be a lot tighter with his punches because he Canelo going he gonna be there to get kind of you know other right. but his footwork is great. He got great footwork. So he he's not just. He gonna be slippery. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see, man. I, I'm ready to see it. And the funny thing about it, I don't know if y'all caught this, but after that fight, uh, when Eddie Hearn was sitting there talking, um, when they were sitting there talking, it was I don't know if it's Boo Boo's uh, trainer. Somebody was out in the crowd. They was they was out in the crowd, and they kept because he kept talking about um Charlo. Um, he kept saying um Triple G, but the train somebody was in the crowd. I thought it was a regular fan, but it was somebody on Andre's side. But they was way up in the stand. They were like. Hey, hey, Canelo, we want Canelo. They say you 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 are his you are his uh promoter. You are his promoter. What about Canelo? 
And so he said it for like for mm. the whole time the interview was going uh -huh. on. And when it was over, when it was about over, Ed Hearns looked up and said, wrong weight. So I guess his thing is Canelo not going to fight at 160, but man, look. Man. I think was yeah. 168. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to say this. Canelo ain't going to fight Demetrius Andre at 160. He'd, he, he, he'd fight Aerosmiths. He fought Aaron Smith because he, he's right. already intimated that he would do that. So, and, and, and I, I say, man, I'm gonna tell you right now, at 30 and 0, 33 years of age, all the experience that Andre has, man, it's time. It's time to make that fight. It's time for it to happen. I hope that Eddie Hearn can make it happen. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, I, I agree with both of y'all, man. We we, we gonna we gonna see what shake. All right. Speaking of uh, changing weight classes. Um, Let's talk about this junior middleweight fight that just happened. Uh, Brian Perella versus uh, Tony Harris. And for those of you who don't know, um, I, I, I'm not completely familiar with um, Brian Perella. He is trained by the great Roy Jones. But Tony Harrison actually has a victory of, over one of the Charlo brothers, the, the, the lighter Charlo brother, uh, by unanimous decision. And in the second fight, of course, he was winning the fight, but he caught TKO. His last performance uh, ended in a draw against Brian Perella, who was an underdog. All right. So the question is, I know Tony Harrison wants a trilogy match. Did that performance last night warrant a trilogy with Jamel Charlo? Go ahead, JD. That performance last night would not. It, it doesn't warrant a trilogy but, but, right now. But, go ahead. Be, go ahead. Be, 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 before, before, let me throw a little bit of extra. Let me throw some caveats in there. His longtime trainer, who was his father, died of COVID-19 recently. Mm -hmm. He's been out of the ring for 15 months. So he has a new trainer. He's been out for 15 months. And his trainer is his brother. And he was, he's openly saying, like, if my, you know, if my brother hadn't got me off the couch, I wouldn't, I'd still be on the couch. Mm -hmm. So I'll just, just take that into account of his right. performance as well. So go ahead, JD. And I'm going to fall right back in and say, <laughs> as of right now, I'm, I'm going to say as of right now. I'm going to specifically say as of right now, it does not warrant, that performance does not warrant a trilogy fight with, Jamel Charlo. I'm gonna tell you what it warrants. Tony Harrison versus Brian Perella too. That's what the heck. That's what the heck it warrants. Now then, if to your point, Jay, if he bounces back, knocks off the ring rust, and we see a better performance against a Brian Perella in the second fight, and he decisively wins, then I will fall back into saying, yeah, let's see the trilogy fight with him and Jamel Charlo. But right now, after what I saw last night, you got to tip your cap to Bryant Perella. Uh, it was an excellent performance, especially when that was his first training camp with Roy Jones Jr. He right. only had one camp with Roy, and he put on that kind of a performance. And I know there were a lot of factors, like you said, Jay, with, with Tony Harrison, but I, I'm going to tip my cap to Bryant as well. I'd love to see both of them do it again a second time. And then after that fight, Let's really see where Brian Perella and Tony Harrison both really uh, lay in the landscape. What you got on the key? I agree. I agree 100% with the rematch. That that doesn't warrant a Charlo rematch. You know, uh, he, trilogy, moved up, he, he moved up to 154. I mean, he 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 got stopped in at 147. Uh, I think it was my man um, that's going to fight uh, Errol Spence. Uh, Ugas? You, you, Ugas. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. And his last fight, I think the last fight he had at 147, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I could have his mixed backwards, but uh, my man, the Mexican guy, uh, he was winning the whole fight in like the 10th round, my man caught him and knocked him out. 
and Q, Q yeah, right yeah. quick. That, that, the most that, interesting point about that was Tony against Anderson. Abel. That was against Abel Ramos. Ramos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and Q, to it, your yeah. point, the most interesting uh, thing that I saw, and I didn't even notice, with Tony Harrison, bro, all three losses I think are like late KOs where somebody got him late, dog. All, uh, all of his losses. Yeah, I mean, and that's exactly what happened with the the. The Charlo fight, uh, he was winning again, mm-hmm. and he just—it was weird. He just got caught. It wasn't weird. It was a good punch, but it's just like he was out. Was out. And so, I, and and that's Roy, Roy got that boy looking good, man. Yeah, yeah. I, Brian I, I, Roy got him looking good. He, uh, Brian Pro is. He, he, yeah, he honest. came in looking. I, I was looking at it. I was like, kind of looking at his posture. And I was like, man, nah, this, this is not going to be a good night for him. But he kept his composure because I gave the first early rounds to Tony Harrison. He looked to be the better of the two. And then that boy, you know, he used his movement and really precision punching and activities to kind of yeah. really put Tony Harrison at a uh, disadvantage the whole, yeah, whole rest of the fight. Real nice, man. He was, he yeah. was, he, he was yeah. touching him everywhere. It, it was a real, it was crafty. He was real crafty with it. And, so and so that, you throw in there too, he was a southpaw. So right. I, right. And, and, and then, Tony yeah. Harrison might not have been quite ready for that. Yeah, they, they said that they, he don't do too well. Southpaw. Yeah, that, yeah. his, his train, they, they're openly, you know, uh, against, you know, they're openly saying that, you know, when it comes to Southpaw, they, they're at a disadvantage. He doesn't like fighting Southpaws. He hasn't fought a lot of Southpaws. Mm-hmm. And to fight a tall 6'1 Southpaw who, you know, who has some skill, you know, that's kind of a, um, a, a big disadvantage. It could have had something to do with his performance. Because one thing I did notice, and this is not to get too analytical about the performance, was uh, even Lennox Lewis said this. He wasn't stepping into his jab. His jab was looking good but it was always falling short. And so what's one of the things when you're fighting a southpaw, you gotta, you gotta, gotta step into your jab to actually get there just because you gotta step over their jab a little right. bit. So, um, yeah, I mean, in, in a bigger point, and I, I'm gonna steer this in a different way. The junior weight, uh, the junior uh, middleweight division is wide open. I think they were talking about Julian Williams beat, um, everybody's beating everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Tony Harrison is beating Charlo, Charlo's beating, uh, I think it was Julian Williams and, and, and he's beating Tony Harrison and then uh, Julian Williams has beat Jamel, uh, Jared Hurd. Like there's a lot of people who, you know, it's wide open, which is one of the reasons why uh, you guys will see in a later pod that I was so adamant about Danny Garcia making some noise in that division. What do y'all think about the junior middleweight division as far as its competitiveness? Is it competitive because all those guys are that good or is there just a lack of like supreme talent in the junior middleweight division? I, I, w- I would jump in and say, man, I believe that it's it's competitive because nobody, nobody on it, nobody you really have the ultimate faith in their skill being that much more elite than the other fighters. So I, I would say that right now you have a lot of 50-50 fights. You know, okay. you have a lot of 50-50 fights where at any given moment, if somebody's slacking, you know, they could get got. Even when you talk right. about a Jermail Charlo, I, I still don't like Jamel Charlo a whole lot over a lot of them, even though right. he could probably get a decision against them. It's not like I'm going to go down to, you know, the, the sports book at Caesars Palace <laughs> and <laughs> drop a rack <laughs> on Jamel Charlo. Right, Honestly, right, right. I'm not doing that. I, I'm going to sit back and enjoy. So I think it's, it's a lot to do with the fact that nobody in that weight class as of right now is really supremely talented over the other. So it makes for a lot of, comparable uh 50 50 fights in the division what, what you got on the queue yeah i mean i i think division the division is um it's, it's interesting it's still a wait and see man it's it, like i say uh side charlo you know but 
we got to see this thing play out because there's a lot of talent. And the good thing is these guys look like unlike welterweight. These guys look like they're willing to fight each other. That's what makes this division uh, exciting. They, yeah. They're willing to fight each other, and it's not, it's not a whole lot of uh, uh, Twitter fingers going on. You know, these yeah, guys are going to lock in. So I'm excited. Yeah. Not, not to get too, 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 too deep into it, but um, that's, what I, that's what I got because I haven't paid the most attention to it in the past, but I'm very interested moving forward seeing what happens in the 154-pound division. Will the baby Charlo, the smaller Charlo, be able to hold, hold the reign instead and, and of, uh, you know, and, and, and reign supreme? Throughout, you know, and if he and if he can, if he can hold that title with the with, with the with the thing that they got in that division, I think he should move up high and um or move into. I don't. Even, I'm not even sure where he ranked if he's ranked in a in a uh, pound for pound rankings right now. But he should. Oh no, no, he, he's he's definitely not. And, and he he doesn't warrant it, uh, uh, a ranking in the top ten. But I I definitely agree with you all. Um, or I definitely agree with Q if he's able to dominate that division. I mean, w- w- he avenged his loss. Um, if he's able to beat the rest of the top guys, I think he should move up as well. And then um, we'll see. The other Charlie was talking about 168 fights and all that stuff. So, you know, I, hey, of course they don't. Hey, one brother might move up and the next brother step right, up, you right, know, right, right up under. Right. Or, or it could be just double trouble at 160. Who knows? Right. All right. So, so let's change gears a little bit. We're going to go to connect with, right? So the first connect with, I, I think this is going to be a little controversial between you two, between us three. I'm excited <laughs> to talk about it just because I, I, I like, you know, when eyes are on boxing, I think it's a good thing. Jake Paul, were you impressed? Connect or with? With? First. I'm going to say, I'm going to go first, man. I, with. I was not impressed. I actually was one of those people, man. After he, after I watched the KO over and over, and I saw him jump up on the ropes. I mean, this man was jumping up on the ropes like uh, Ryan Garcia did when he beat um, uh, Luke Campbell. Luke Campbell, man. <laughs> I- I'm like, Jake Paul, come on, bruh. Did you see this dude? But nevertheless, man, you, you, can't, you can't knock him out. I'm sure he probably, he might have even not thought that he was going to get him like that. You know what I mean? So right, that, that, I think kinda, wait, that, you that's gotta, the expression that, that I can see from Jake Paul. But overall, man, nah, I, w- I wasn't impressed personally. But before before you get, uh, jump in, he might have thought thought that because the the odds makers are like sixty percent of the bets were coming in for Ben Askren. So some people thought maybe there's some credence to his MMA background, not the fact that he was rocking the dad bod. Exactly. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go Did ahead. y'all see him, bro? I'm glad you said that, man. Listen, <laughs> this man looked like a damn IV drip with legs. That's what he looked like, bro. Seriously. Right. I don't know. Uh, I was definitely not impressed. <laughs> it's good he got the knockout because he should. Yeah, you know. Right. And um, I won't be impressed when when it's when it's a a boxer. I mean, I'm gonna call him a boxer because you know he's a professional boxer now. He studies boxing and like when when I went when I when I bet on Nate Jones, I ain't bet, but when I went with Nate Jones, Nate Robinson, my Nate Robinson, yeah, Nate Robinson. Yeah. That was me being well, shout out to Nate Jones. Though. Though. Shout out to Nate Jones though. Yeah, shout, shout out to Nate Jones. Jones. <laughs> you know what I mean, you know, shout time. But anyways, um. Yeah, I want to impress, man, and um, I, I will be impressed once he fights a boxer, fight a real boxer. I don't care if he's an amateur boxer. Let him move up and fight you to go pro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, at your at your weight division, that's what I want to see. I will be impressed. So so you do that. You know. I, so, so I and I, I do want to say something. JD and I were talking about this a little bit before the show started. Um, take away all the eyes that he's getting. 
right? Like the attention he's got because of the platform he built. Take away whatever he's getting paid. I'll say because we got two whiffs, and I, I'll just win. I wouldn't say I, I, I wasn't impressed, but I'm satisfied. The reason why I'm satisfied is because he's not winning fights off of luck. He's actually doing boxing. He's doing work. Yeah, he's doing. He's actually boxing. He's not looking like somebody who's coming out with a windmill punch and then landing lucky and going out there. He's actually trying to be a boxer. And for a guy who's only had three professional fights with no amateur background, um, like with any fighter, you bring along. So there are guys who are literally fighting cab drivers right now with records that are 20 and 0, 24 and 0. But of course, they don't have a platform that Jake Paul's built, which is all the credit to him. That's not getting that attention. So um, I wasn't impressed, but I'm satisfied because if you call yourself a boxer, that's what you're supposed to do. Well, you're supposed to, you're supposed to fight boxers also. <laughs> and, and, and that's, yeah, that's, yeah, you're that's supposed to fight boxers. Yeah, you support, but but here's the thing: you're supposed to beat whoever laces you up, like because Mayweather sat up there and fought an MMA fighter, and Man, he third. He, he, That's he, where we he, go left when everybody, bro. No, what I'm saying is he he carried him, and he dominated the fight essentially. So what I'm saying is, at the very least, to pass the smell test of being a boxer, you're supposed to dominate that fight. If you're gonna fight somebody who's not a boxer, you're supposed to dominate. Right. Here's what I'll say, man. I will add to it that I do think. What I'm most intrigued to see is I want to see the Fight TV trailer numbers come back from this. Right, yep. I want to see how many people really purchased this fight because I predict that Triller is going to play him as the celebrity boogeyman. I I, I feel like they're going to drum up that narrative that Jake Paul, nobody want that smoke with Jake Paul. None that of y'all celebrities wanted with him. He got that one hit of quitter. And I think they're gonna keep on milking this for what it's worth. So I really wanna see the, the pay-per-view numbers, especially because unlike the Roy Jones versus um, Tyson fight, he was the undercard Not of a nostalgia line. fight that everybody wanted to see. This fight was truly trying to promote him on his own along with Ben Askren as the main event. So I really do want to see the numbers because if the numbers are great, if the numbers are great, oh man, they got something where they're going to keep milking this Jake Paul phenomenon. Hey, hey. So, so Connector Whiff is supposed to move quickly, but I'm going to keep this going because I, I, I like this topic because of all the wrinkles it has. But go ahead, Q, before I, before I jump in. No, I want to say shout out to uh, uh, Bosco 1000 and, and my man Gunzo, man. They did uh, the guns up. Guns down, gloves up. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. West Coast guys over the West Coast, man. They trying to you know pass on positivity, strap them up, lace them up. They fought in, they fought in the trailer car too. Okay, that was, that was a low key celebrity thing. You, yeah. know, you know, West Coast guy that had a little beef, and you know they trying to show, they trying to show the youth what they need right. to do. Lace them up. He, 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 he got to end somebody's life. You know what I'm saying? Just and, end somebody's night. Yeah. And, and let me throw this in there, man. Uh, right quick, Jay, but I'll throw it back to you. Could y'all imagine when I watched that, when I watched the replays and watched everything and everybody, oh, Jake Paul knocked him out. Could y'all imagine if the late, great 305 legend Kimbo Slice was still alive at this point with the platform like Trilla? They would have been having a ball with Kimbo Slice right about now. Yeah, but but see, and and I, I think when you leave a void open, um, and, and this is why I wanted to get into um, this topic a little bit, just because boxing has failed to adapt with the times. They failed to promote their female fighters like they should. Um, they failed to be innovative, right? And so what I think is that you're having a platform like Triller, who 
is mixing entertainment with the sport. Even though the sport is entertaining, they're really bringing more eyes to it by making it more entertaining. With that being said, they got too many damn concerts, bro. They got too many performances, bro. Hey, I'm sorry. I do want to see some of I, 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 I want to see, some names, I, 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 I wanna see uh, was it Bieber, Sweet? Oh, my God. It was like yeah, at least five many, or six. So yeah, I, I, I still want to see them, but you're right, though. It's a lot of concerts, though. You, you don't want to turn off the fight fans completely. Like, you got to find it. And then Trill is still young. They got to find that right balance of performances yeah. and actually boxing. So, um, I know we praised, I know I personally praised their presentation, um, and I still love it, but, um, yeah, they, they, they're going to have to kind of consolidate that because fight starting at damn near one o'clock because Justin Bieber up there singing is, um, not the ideal situation for fight fans, for real fight fans anyway. So, but, um, moving on, we got, uh, another connected with that. That one was kind of an extended connected with, um, so the next topic, right. Speaking of MMA fighters fighting you know, boxers, and we got the quote going MMA oh, yeah. June 10th. Yeah. What you got on that, J.D.? Connect her with. You like her going to MMA? You know, I, I really, at first, I kind of really didn't like the idea of her transitioning and going over to the MMA world. But when I saw that post, I can't lie, man, how amazing is it? And this goes back to a previous statement you just said, Jay, of how we have absolutely, totally lacked the ability to promote our women's boxers the way we should in America, right. especially the way right. Eddie Hearn is doing with Matchroom over across the pond. Clarissa Shields is about to fight in an MMA fight. That's not the UFC. And she's right. immediately going to be on ESPN2 right. and ESPN+. Plus that quick in her debut bout. Bags. So imagine if Clarissa can get in this ring and really knock a few girls out. I could imagine that that's going to absolutely catapult her profile to a level that she never saw with boxing, and she's achieved so much in the sport. So I really love it now, now that I saw the platform that she's jumping on so quickly. So I really hope that she can be successful that because it, it, it's and I think Jamel Herring, when we had him on, said this it's a shame that she has to. Yeah, right. That, that she has to do this, but it could go either way. Either yeah. it's going to go great or it is going to go bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so is that a connect for you? <laughs> yeah, it's a connect. It's a connect okay. For me, man. OK, what, what, what you got on the queue? Mask is it's a connect, bro. It's a connect. And I, I'm happy that she's getting a platform again, early notoriety that they seeing, you know, and putting her on these platforms, um, I think she's gonna do. She's gonna do well. You know, I'm praying on it at the same time, and I'm praying that you know it, it don't take away from her. Cause right. I, I'm ready to see her in the ring, man, mm. and and preferably against Savannah Marshall. Ooh, that's been calling out whatever. But uh, either way it go, uh, it's a connect for me. I ain't gonna take too much time, man. Okay, and I, I, man, I gotta give. I gotta give. JD is proud, man. That was a great point. She's fighting on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Not affiliated with the UFC, not if you uh, affiliated with any major uh not mixed Bellator, martial arts not that, 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 we're, that I'm aware of. I have to say, I'm not aware of this mixed martial arts league she's fighting with, and she has an ESPN slot. So, right. that's that just if that doesn't illuminate boxing's failure to be innovative and promote their female fighters properly, if, it, if that doesn't illuminate that, I don't know what does. Mm -hmm. So, speaking of 
illuminating things. You know, you you sometimes people go and they want things to pop and they want to commemorate certain things, so they get like tattoos. Some people get colorful tattoos. Some people get like you know tattoos of people that pass. Um, big moments in your life, right? You know, you to, to, to highlight that point in your life. So um, Devin Haney, connector with, he got a tattoo, not of a knockout win. He got a tattoo of a guy he knocked down. That's permanently on his body, on his person. Connected with Q. That was a great tattoo. Connected with. <laughs> I, I, I just, you know. Hey, the funny thing is, bro, what you do, I'm tripping. You were like, you got a tattoo of a guy, not that he knocked down, but of a guy he knocked down. <laughs> and I felt a very strong need to pause after that because you got the <laughs> Tattoo of a guy he knocked. Not, he's, don't worry about it. But that's, 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 that's a whiff, man. You don't do that, bro. And, you know, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Of a play on words. The whiff written all over. We had to talk about it. Tattoo on your leg of a guy that you knocked down. He got back up and finished fighting. Right. But, you know, whiff. Don't do that. Go ahead, Jay. Shout out Haney, man. Hey, hey, hey man. I'm uh... no. I'm going to call that a big time whiff as well, man. That's absolutely silly, crazy, all the above. But I'm not going to knock whatever somebody feels is a huge moment in their life that they would like to get tatted on their body. But I fear, I fear, man, this is a little bit of Daddy Haney because we all know how, how iffy Daddy Haney can be a little lame, a little corny. No, yeah, no, no. Lie, man. This tattoo is epically corny, man. You I'm saying like, his dad co-signed that, bro? You, Bill ain't co-signed that, brother. Shout out to Bill. And listen, no, 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 no. I ain't saying daddy co-signed it. I'm oh, saying, saying like father, like it. son. I'm just, saying, oh, oh, I'm oh, saying oh. Pops is a That's bit corny. Pops is, Pops is a bit corny. Well, we ain't gonna know. And at the end of the day, this tattoo is a bit corny. <laughs> Shout out to the Haney camp. Shout out to the Haney, man. Bill Haney doing a great job over there with Devin. Straight up, man. Great father. But, you know, the dude. Hey, 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 but listen up. Just because you're a good father don't mean your ass ain't corny. Ain't lame, I That's two different things. Lame and corny. And it's all about perception. It's all about perception because Alfredo Santiago, the guy he got, like, I can't lie. I don't know who Alfredo Santiago is. Like, I... I, I I I don't know, you know, maybe there's some story behind that, why that was meaningful. Maybe somebody passed. So our perception, yeah, so, so our perception of it could be something. Maybe he overcame something personally to show that he conquered that moment that might not necessarily dealt with the level of the opponent, but the level of the challenge that was surrounding the issue, the, the, the fight. So I'm not going to go that route. Hey, great great say, job giving him the benefit of the doubt, but, though, Jay. Yeah, that's all. You got to. You got to. You got to explain. I'm like, hey, I'm like I'm somebody, somebody is going to ask, you know, why, why him? Right, why right. Why that yeah. moment, you know? Yeah, yeah. so I, 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 that's all I can do is give him the benefit of the doubt because on the surface <laughs> level, on the surface. It, it, it sort of reminds me of the moment. Remember we talked about uh when my man Chino, man, my Chino got the Mayweather tooth around, Mayweather around his tooth. neck. Right, that's Mayweather though. Right, that's, right, exactly. right, right, exactly. <laughs> right, right, that, right, that's exactly. the point I'm making. That would make sense if you're not Mayweather. Zab do the right, exactly. Have, well, nah, don't don't get a tattoo. But yeah, you know, I, I, I'm just not a big fan of getting other people tatted on you that aren't family. Like shout out to Eddie Reynoso for getting that Canelo tattoo. Like I, I, you, you, yeah, you, you know, you, you love the man. I, I, 
I think it's oh, all. Oh, oh, like, okay, so 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 I, so I, maybe I, that's I, the cinnamon. So I'll place a correction <laughs> on my statement. All right. So it is in the court of public opinion. It is corny until, like you said, Jay. I give them the benefit of the doubt until right, right. we hear the backdrop of why that right. particular tattoo. Right. Yeah. There, there could be a powerful story behind it. Like I didn't know, like with Tony Harrison's uh, dad situation, like both his people caught COVID and his dad was the only one that passed and he wasn't interested in boxing no more. So it could have been a situation where something, something happened to Devin Haney during that fight. And it was a real challenge mentally, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that was just yeah. him conquering the moment, not, not, not necessarily the opponent. So, but yeah. I, I hope that's the case. Cause if it's just cause he knocked down, Santiago, I'm gonna be like, you need to get started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. You need yeah. some power. Yeah. <laughs> that should be the one. And hey, hey, hey so, so Devin, when we see you, bro, we gonna ask. We you gonna ask about now, listen, that tap, bro. We now, ask now, you about now, it. Now listen, we we we're not being so complimentary. We, we think he's a great fighter, so we, we get it. Oh. If you never want to come on the you show, but we gonna we we, we we see you. We gonna highlight you, man. Don't don't be mad. You know, mad at us, man. We just you know keep it real like that. Tattoo is just a little bit. It's a head scratcher. It's a, just to put most it definitely, most definitely. Put put it plainly. It's a head scratcher. Yeah. <laughs> so sounds like man, we ready to wrap up, man. This is Box of Vice TV. Hope y'all love us like we love y'all, man. That's how we love y'all. <laughs> yeah, cause we, love we, we really do. We do, man. All, all the followers, everybody that gives us compliments, everybody that tunes in, man. We really love y'all. We just three guys. We're passionate about boxing, sharing it with the world. So I'm Jay. JD. Q. And that's our time, man. We out of here. We out. A1 Trey all day. 1,000, baby. 850 if you're with me, baby. Let's go.